Hello and welcome to another podcast. Thank you for joining. Today we're going to explore the book of Jeremiah, the 29th chapter and the 11th verse, just to give you a little background on what is actually taking place here in Jeremiah 29. Uh, children of Israel uh, have done evil in the sight of the Lord again, and uh, Jehoiachin, the uh, king, and his household, and his mother, and everyone, and all of the mighty men and, and uh, smiths, or what we would know as carpenters, uh, have been taken into captivity. They only left in Jerusalem the poor of the poor and those people that uh, were underclass, if you would. Uh, they left them in Jerusalem. They went into captivity by Nebuchadnezzar, uh, who is the king of Babylon. He takes them into captivity because of the evil that they have done. Now, mind you, God is orchestrating all of this. They go into captivity. Jeremiah, who is the prophet that we're, that we're going to uh, talk about, he's the one that prophesies to them that they're going to go into captivity for 70 years. And then after the 70 years are finished, then God will come and visit them. Now, mind you, the number 70 or the number seven or 70 uh, is the uh, number of completion in God. So after they've completely been through what they have to go through, then God's going to come and he is going to revisit them and he is going to give them a hope. He's going to take them out. Now mind you, in this captivity, if you read the 29th chapter, you'll see that Jeremiah prophesies to them and tells them where you are you might as well build homes. You might as well build vineyards because you're going to be there. Uh, and, you know, it's it's not a, I would not say it's a slavery captivity, but it's more of a, uh, a uh, lesson builder. Uh, they got themselves into this situation. Now they're going to have to handle themselves while in this situation. And that, that brings me to... One of my points about you and I is that sometimes we get into things that we take ourselves into. God allows us to stay in them, but he's not going to let us be over overwhelmed or over. Uh, it's not going to cause us to uh, to quit or to give up against God because that's not what God's that's not God's plan for us he just wants us to learn a lesson and some of the things that we're going through in life right now our lesson is teachable moments we're learning from we're learning that the mistake that we made uh, by doing this is has caused us some discomfort if you would uh, and we can be discomforted in certain situations and we can look at them and go, if I just had to done this or if I just had to done that, if I just had to done this or that, uh, I wouldn't be in this situation. But remember, we know in Romans 8.28, the scripture says, and we know that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord, for those who are called according to his purpose. Now, uh, when you look at all that... Uh, Israel had done. They were in Jerusalem, in the land of, 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 of promise. They were there and they did uh, 
evil in the sight of the Lord, but it also, it always says that the king did evil in the sight of the Lord because the king is the one that sets the tone for what the people do. Uh, if you look at our country uh, here, uh, just a little over four years ago, we had a president that had a evil heart and he brought back or or he allowed to surface that supremacy attitude that uh, that good old boys network that uh, proud boys the Ku Klux Klan the white supremacy and, and all of this stuff began to happen at a more rapid pace when he was uh, he sanctioned it he never he never denounced it let's say that he never said anything against it uh, I remember there was an incident uh, I, I, I can't call the city right now but where uh, a young lady was run over by uh, a, a car at a protest and he said that there was good people on both sides now that that's not denouncing anything that's saying that even in the rage of the white supremacists against people of color, there's good people on that side. Uh, something's wrong with that picture. But when you have the leadership in a particular thing doing evil and doing things that's unbecoming, everybody else follows that. Even when it comes down to churches, uh, you have a, a pastor that's bent on doing things evil everyone else will follow suit because they feel that this is the spokesperson for God and if it's okay for them to do it must be okay for the for if it's okay for him or her to do it's okay for them to do as well so here we have Jehoiachin uh, who was the king uh, he went into reign at age 18 uh, he he was a, uh, a king that was bent on doing his way. He was a rebellious king. Let's put it like that. He was uh, uh, rebellious against the things that God wanted him to do. But here is God. He comes in and he's going to send Jeremiah, which Jeremiah is also known as the weeping prophet because he always cried out over Israel and their demise and the things that was going on in their lives. So here... Here Jeremiah comes in the 11th verse. It says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Now, I, I chose that particular passage of scripture today because I want you to look at your current situation. I want you to look at the circumstance that you're in or whatever you're going through, whether it be good or whether you think it's bad. Look at, look at the current circumstances. God says that I have an expected end for you. That's what the word a future and a hope. He said, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to do anything evil towards you. Even though the, the captivity may feel like, even though the circumstance may feel like it's evil, God says, I'm not the one that's orchestrating that. I'm not doing evil towards you. I'm just going to bring you to a place for your future and your hope. So no matter what you're going through right at this very moment, realize that God has better for you. There's better for you. There's better days for you. Everything that, that God is going to do is going to be 
better for you and better for for all of us it says for i know the thoughts that i think towards you now here's the thing we don't know god's thoughts but god's thoughts are always towards us he's always thinking about us he's always doing things to make it better for us and we just have to be able to listen and hear what it is that God is trying to do. God is working some things out in your life uh, They may be a little painful right now. They may, there may be some situations that, that may feel like hurtful right now. But remember that God is working everything out because he has an expected end for you. And I hope he has, he has better for you. He's going to show you better. He's going to give you better. But we just have to trust God. We have to believe God. We have to call on his name. We have to hearken to his voice. We have to trust and believe that God can do superly abundantly more than we can dare ask or think. God is going to work it all out for us. He says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord. Thoughts of peace. Look at that. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. So when evil stuff comes... It's not God's way towards us. So we just have to trust God to give you a future and a hope. A future and a hope. He says, I'm going to give you an expected expected end. I'm going to give that to you. I'm going to give you better than you have. We used to always have the saying, double for your trouble. He's going to give you more than you could ever imagine. He's going to give you a, a, a better outcome than what it is right now even though even though Israel was in captivity he said there is an expected end when you go through what you're going through there's an expected end you're going to come out you're going to come out and be better I remember when in the scripture where he says to Peter he says Simon Simon the Lord has uh, desired thee he's uh, he says, Simon, Simon, uh, Satan has desired that he's going to sift you as wheat. But when you come out, when you come out, turn and grab your brother. In other words, things are going to happen, but you're going to come through them. And when you come out, remember to turn and pull your brother out. So he, so there's an expected end in that situation. And that's a, a New Testament reference to God bringing us through some tumultuous and, and, and crazy times. And, and we live in some crazy times right now, but God is going to bring us through these times. He's going to bring us through the situation that we're currently in. He's going to bring us back, and it's going to be so much better when we come out. So just look for better. Just trust God for better. Whatever it is today that you're facing that does not feel like better, trust God. Give God praise in it today. Tell him thank you. Tell him hallelujah. Glory to his name because he is bringing you out of this thing. And he's going to bring you out because he knows the thoughts. He has the, the plan in his head. And I'm glad it's in God's head, head because if it was in ours, we would mess it up every single time. I'm thanking God for what he is going to do, what he is already doing. I'm, I'm grateful to God for, for bringing me through all of my circumstances, my situation, bringing me to a better place, to a, a, a better vision, a better outlook, a better way of life. He's bringing me to that, and I know it is here, and I just have to trust him and believe that he is doing it, and I give him praise for what he is doing right now at this very moment.
Even though it seems like it's the darkest hour at this very moment, God is working something out. Trust him today. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, because you are my strength and my redeemer. Until next time, God bless you. Thank you.